Well, welcome to the fourth edition of the Central Worship Podcast. Uh, so excited to be in our stories editions here, learning about the wonderful people we have a part of our worship community at, here at Central Assembly. And today is no different. We have Tori Welch, one of our evangel students, uh, joining us and so excited for her to share some of her story and about herself with us today. So why don't you say hello this morning, Tori? Yeah. Hey, guys. It's Tori here. Uh, good to be on the air. This is fun. Awesome. She told me before that this is her first podcast, so we're uh, we're getting out the uh, the butterflies and the cobwebs, and we're just breaking her in. So this will be a fun fun experience today. So, um, well, Tori, let's let's dive in this morning. Just jump right in here, and uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Maybe your uh, what you what you're studying at Evangel, um, and, and yeah, about about how you got here. Yeah. So I um I go to Evangel University. I'm a worship leadership major and I'm a senior. So I have like four and a half week le- weeks left of school. So I'm getting close to the end. A um, little bit else about me. I'm from Cape Cod, Massachusetts. Uh, that's a 24 hour drive. Man. Oh, yeah. Crazy. How, have you done that drive? Yes. Every, every year. Wow. Uh, the bookends of the year. So I fly home for Christmas, but I drive at the beginning and the end of the whole school year. So God bless you. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. So keep telling us a little bit about, yeah. How did you end up at Evangel? Tell us a little bit about that process. Yeah, I did fine arts growing up and, um, I was fascinated by all the different AG colleges that you would see at national youth convention. Um, then I got to Evangel and realized that all of those places are a lot closer than I realized, you know, (laughs) I'm right. Headquarters is literally right next door. So Mm. it's kind of funny to think about, but yeah, I just loved Evangel for its desire for excellence. And, uh, my brother went here. Yeah. And so I, I had a little bit of family connection because he decided to stay in the area. So yeah, it was what I wanted to do. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about yourself growing up. Did you um, start playing, uh, singing and developing music from a young age or was it later in life? How did, how did worship and that just become a part of who you are? How did you get involved? Um, I always loved music and singing for Jesus. When I was a little girl, my favorite song was Jesus Loves Me. And I would, yes, and I would sing it. I would like belt it out as a kid with all the, you know, hand on the finger on the ear, you know, the uh, whole, the, the whole Mariah, Mariah Carey, Carey runs. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I just, I loved that part. It was, it was always connected for me. I grew up in the church. So, um, singing for Jesus was like, was just everything I wanted to do. Mm. Um, yeah. So by the time I was in sixth or seventh grade, I started, um, singing on the worship team at my church. It was a small church. So we did that kind of stuff. Awesome. And uh, I've been part of worship ever since. Yeah. Awesome. What categories did you do in fine arts? Okay, let's see. I did uh, worship lead solo, worship team, vocal solo, songwriting, songwriting modern hymn, preaching. Oh, preaching. Awesome. Yeah, I did one of those. Um, I did drawing one year. And... I think that's it. 
Cool. Awesome. Quite a, a plethora of categories there. I mean, you, yeah. I'm sure that kept you busy when you were at conventions, uh, either districts or nationals. Oh, wherever. So sure. yeah, that, that sure. always is fun. But we just had, I think, what, 15 or 17 of our own central students mm-hmm. make on to the next level to go to nationals here at Fine Arts. And I know um, you're a part of central worship um, on the youth side of that as well. Um, so uh, maybe t- what, what's a highlight of that experience? I know you work with our kids almost every week, our students almost mm-hmm. every week over there. Um, what's been a highlight of that season um, for you? Oh, it's been so fun being part of that. Um, just thinking back with all of those times when I was their age and uh, competing, it was scary. Mm. All of those emotions, the comparison, the fear, the performance anxiety. Oh, it was so intense. I remember. So just seeing how these students are conquering those fears and and doing so well, uh, it's been really, really fun to watch. Uh, one of the students, Mary, I was helping her a lot with uh, her vocal solo, and I was just so proud of her uh, and how she did at Fine Arts. Mm. Uh, she sang so confidently with a, a full heart, and I was just so proud of her. Uh, so that was definitely my highlight was just watching Mary and, and being able to be like, yes, I was part of that. I helped her get there. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. And that's, I mean, as a worship pastor, that's one of the most fulfilling things. I know you have that heart, you know, you're in the worship leadership major there. And, you know, me as a pastor mm-hmm. now, just seeing people go from uh, whether it's a level of of skill or a level of spiritual maturity or just anytime you see that growth and you know that you're you're just feeding in and sowing into the person they're becoming. Um, it's so fulfilling. I mean, I love, yeah, love, love sure. being a part of that. And I'm so proud of you, you know, and just thankful, you know, from, from, central the the staff um our worship community what you're doing for what you have done in our youth you know has just been so i know that to see that growth and to see their hearts for worship develop and just you've been a huge huge part of that and just want to say thank you for for serving you know you're not paid to do this you're a volunteer but you definitely live and in an active leadership role for them and just thank you for doing that no thank you i i'm grateful for the opportunity yeah, and Tori interned with us as well, and that was kind of part of her internship, getting that kind of going and doing learning the planning center and scheduling and, you know, all of the navigating songs and uh, and that sort of thing. So Tori was, has been inundated here at Central, that aspect of it too, and uh, and did an awesome job. She was the first semester of, of last year was, was a part of a part of that. So, um, well, let's, let's keep talking about what do you like to do? What's your hobbies? What, what stuff you enjoy? Um, I don't have a lot of hobbies at the moment. My, I mostly just do school and (laughs) church and sleep occasionally. (laughs) Um, but when I'm home over the summer, I love going to the beach because I'm Mm. on the water and reading a good book and, uh, going to the park with my niece or doing, um, those outdoor activities. I like being outdoors. Yeah. Awesome. Well, your dad and your parents were here this past week at central, got to chat with them a little bit. What, what awesome, nice people they were in for your recital. And, uh, we were talking and he, he said, Tori doesn't like, Oh, we'd love to keep her here. You know, we love Tori here at central. And he's like, I think she needs a little more sand between her toes yeah. than, what, than what Missouri will offer. So it's unfortunately I think she's heading back to the East coast here in a couple uh, weeks. But, um, yeah, it was, it was the beaches. My kids love the beach too. So, um, I can totally understand missing that being here in Missouri. Um, well, how did you come to know the Lord? We talked a little bit about your childhood. I assume it was from a young age, but yeah, how did, how did, and maybe when did that become personal? You know, we sometimes will say, you know, that sinner's prayer in Sunday school or something as a child, but then when did that really, um, when did you find yourself really digging deep, um, with Christ? 
Yeah, I think that a big part of my story is uh, related to my siblings. My parents had a daughter before me, um, but she had trisomy 18. So she lived for two weeks uh, and then she passed away. And um, a little under two years later, they had me. So um, her story greatly impacted them and how they raised me. and then you combine that with my oldest brother and his um, struggle with addiction and um, just finding his place in the world. I uh, was not given a very broad, um, I, I had to be good. Mm. Uh, that was kind of required of me. You I didn't, that pressure. yeah, I didn't, there was no other option mm. in my mind. Um, I saw from my oldest brother what it was like to not be good. I didn't want to be that yeah. way. Uh, so, yeah, I just, I, but also at the same time, watching my, my brother make some wrong decisions, I, I didn't need to make those for myself, you know, and, and seeing him struggle through the years really built my faith mm. and my heart for the Lord from a young age. Wow. Because I, I wanted him to be free and, and Jesus would comfort me when I was scared for him or praying for him or I would see my parents struggling. I just knew that God was the answer. And, mm. and they showed me in such honest and uh, vulnerable ways that Jesus was the answer wow. to those, those questions and those fears and those, that pain. Mm. Um, yeah. So that was just, that was the answer in my heart and in my mind. And, and going to camps and being places where Jesus really got to move and, and work in my heart, especially in worship services. That's where he just drew me in. Mm. And, uh, and he showed me that he really could be all that I needed if, if I would choose him. And so I have, and I want to continue doing that. That's amazing. Thanks for your vulnerability sharing that too. I mean, I know, um, that has to be tough feeling that, that pressure and weight, but also realizing that the Lord takes those burdens, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I know from just the relation, the talks and the conversation we have, just the deepness and, um, the honesty and, the um, just that realness, just the sensitivity you have. And that makes a lot of sense, you know, hearing some of the, the past and how God has just been, you've just had that quiet time with the Lord and just, he's what you've had and clung to. And uh, the way that comes out in your speech and your writing and just your character, um, you know, your personality is just that it's really beautiful. Um, I'm trying to think if uh, there's many people probably listening who have experienced maybe a sibling or uh, a son or daughter who has been given into addiction or, or is a lost, what would you, what would you say? What, what kind of advice or just encouragement could you give to them uh, today as kind of walking through, through some of that? Yeah, I think my word of advice would be that it's okay if you feel a little disconnected mm. from them, if you need to emotionally take a step back mm. in that relationship. You're not a bad sibling. You're not a bad parent. Um, it doesn't mean that you love them less. Mm. It just means that you need to take care of yourself and take care of them and and keep loving them. That's good. I've I've watched my parents forgive and welcome my brother back in wow. so many times mm. when others probably would have given up on him. So don't give up and keep praying for them and believing that God will bring them home. 
uh, like the prodigal son and how God welcomed or it's a it's a parable so yeah. <laughs> how the father in this parable welcomed um the son when he had literally you know thrown everything away sure that kind of love is the kind of love that God is also calling us to mm. so keep loving them even when it's hard. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. I mean, I know um touches my heart just hearing you and, and sharing sharing that. I, I personally had a brother that walked away from the Lord as well and just um, has returned, but there, you know, comes with some of the baggage mm-hmm. as well, you know, and uh, it's, it, it is, it's difficult you to not take that burden and feel responsible and, yeah, you know, and yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's great advice there to, to let the Lord do his thing. Pray if you need to take a step back and let God kind of work. Um, keep praying. So awesome. Well, could you tell us something uh, maybe interesting about yourself that people may know an interesting fact, uh, maybe a hobby, something you do, you enjoy, whatever, it, you know, something that you wouldn't expect from Tori Welch when we think of her. <laughs> okay. Okay. So um, this is related to music. Um, and it, I don't know if you'll expect it, but you might be like, oh, that actually lines up. But um, when I was younger in high school, so not that much younger, actually, <laughs> um, my brother started memorizing pie. And uh, and I was like, oh, well, I could do that. I could like memorize pie. Why yeah. not? And so I ran over to a piano and I assigned um, the notes on the piano each number. Yeah. And I just started playing it. And by the end of a summer, I had like 250 numbers, digits of pi memorized. And it was a song in my head that wow. I could sing. All so, right, so let's, let's hear it. Go okay, ahead. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, three, one, four, one, five, nine, two, six, five, three, five, eight, nine, seven, nine, three, two, three, eight, four, six, two, six, four, three, three, eight, three, two, seven, nine, five, zero, two, eight, eight, four, one. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so you it like keeps put it, going. you put it to like the soul fit, like yeah, the, yeah, the, literally the, the wow, soul fit. Wow. Uh, it's wow. not pretty, yeah, but it's it was a fun hobby for me that one summer. That's amazing. Yep. I don't know anyone else who could do that. So that that is unique and, and awesome. <laughs> Thank you. So cool. Um, well, how about something funny while you've been serving here at Central? Any funny stories that that have happened? So let's let's hear it. Okay. Well, this is one is embarrassing, but I was it was last year about this time. It was Good Friday, and I arrive for rehearsal I'm ready to go I was playing guitar for acoustic guitar for it and um, I look around and realize that everyone was in concert black (laughs) and I was not at all it was it was very stressful and I was I was just overwhelmed by by just the realization that I was not in the right outfit. So I like was trying to text my friends in the middle of rehearsal and like asking everyone I knew that was close enough to me that they could go to my closet and grab an outfit for me and bring it to church. <laughs> and uh, so rehearsal ends and it's like five, 10 minutes before we need to be back on stage. And my f- friend finally arrives with my with my clothes and I told her to grab the black jumpsuit. And uh, so she gives it to me and I look at it and it was the wrong one. Oh no. And I was like, well, this is just going to have to work. <laughs> and, uh, I made it work. It was fine. I'm sure no one even in the congregation knew like, Oh, Tori is super stressed because <laughs> she was just like on all of this adrenaline for the past hour. But yeah, I survived. 
That's amazing. And I look at it now and I laugh at yes, myself. Yes, so. looking back, those things yeah. are hilarious. And uh-huh. I feel, did you have white? Were you wearing like white? Oh, it was, it was, um, I think I had a black shirt on, but like jeans and okay. Yeah. For some reason I had, like, I rem- I'm starting to remember these uh-huh. funny stories as people start to tell uh-huh. them. And I was like, I feel like she may have had white pants on or something. Yeah. You know, so, but yeah. It, it was, was bad. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, um, well, to kind of wrap up here, let's take this uh, a little, we've been talking scriptural and biblical and just heart things here, but, um, what's a scripture or theme or what's God teaching you, um, in this moment, I had uh, the opportunity to attend your senior recital this week and, uh, what an awesome job just to, to hear your heart and just what Thank God's you. been teaching you and, uh, just not even the musical side of it, but just, you know, the person you become and, and are becoming and, um, just, yeah, it was, it was beautiful to see that all come out and, and on stage and through the way you shared. Um, but yeah, what, what's God doing in you? Tell us, yeah. tell us uh, that scripture. Yeah. Um, I've been learning a lot of different things. One of the big things for this semester that I walked into was, um, to be content in every and all circumstances, mm. Paul in Philippians 4 says that he has learned to be content um, and that contentment has given him the strength to fight or to live on. And that was such a crazy thing for me to think about. Like Paul was literally in prison when he was writing this in Philippians Mm -hmm. to the Philippians um, that he truly could say like, I am hungry, I am cold, but I am content or I have everything that I need. I'm on the top of the world, but I don't place my identity in those things. I am content solely in Jesus. That is um, huge and so hard to actually live out, you know? Yeah. And uh, so that was just kind of God's call in my heart this for this season is uh, be content. Mm. Be content in me, uh, even when you feel like you're missing things or you don't have all that you want. I am all that you need. Um, yeah. And that also kind of ties into this feeling that I've had for a long time of, I need to go, I need to run, I need to hurry. And, uh, John Mark Comer's book, Ruthless Elimination of Hurry has been huge in, in my story for these past couple of years. Um, the big thing with that is, is the like toxicity Mm -hmm. of hurry in our culture and how it just really, erodes our faith and our relationship with Jesus when we're constantly running. And so God has been teaching me to slow down and to walk or, um, I wrote a song that I got to perform at the recital, uh, take it slow. And it's about, um, changing the metaphor from running a race with endurance to simply dancing and having that relational Mm. time with God uh, that is a constant, still very difficult thing, uh, but it's way more face to face and slow when it needs to be. You know. Sure, that's. Yeah. I, I had the opportunity to read that book over Christmas break. Uh, John Mark Comer, Ruthless Elimination in a Hurry, and man, it, it messed me up for a little while. Just oh, yeah. chewing on that, oh, and yeah. just like, man, I my life does not look at all like this. But something that I really took from that, when you look at Jesus's life. You know, he welcomed interruptions almost like to the, he never told his disciples, hold on a minute. I need to go do this. Or, you know, someone who asked to be healed, like, well, let me, I got to go preach first and then I'll come back and have this. Like he, he, his pace of life was just taking it in, walking that slow pace and just almost looking for those interruptions. It felt like to the point where his disciples were, it was so frustrating for them, you know, but, uh, uh, man, I just, uh, 
I think that is just that pace of life. And um, when we're busy, whenever we're not our best, best selves either. When I think of when I'm the best dad, when I'm the best pastor, when I'm, you know, the best friend, it's, it's in seasons of life where I'm not hurried. You know, when yeah. I, when I'm trying to get my kids out the door because we're five minutes late, I may come on, uh, you know, you just get that frustration. Come on guys, let's go. You know, uh, where if we just slow that pace of life, man, I just, there's that tenderness and just, you know, I'm, I'm not hurried. There's just something about not that, that being hurried that, uh, that it communicates, you know, just, a, it just tells a different story. It sets a different narrative, a different tone for mm-hmm. your pace of life. Um, so what a, what a great encouragement to us, you know, just to, to dance with the Lord, to walk with the Lord versus that, that, that run. And it is, a, I mean, obviously it's a, it's a marathon. It's a long stretch. We've got to yeah. set ourselves yeah. up, so to set ourselves up for the marathon, but to do that, we can't sprint, right? I mean, if yeah. you're going to finish yeah. the race, you can't exactly. sprint the first half of it. You know, um, you've got to really set that pace well. Yeah. So that's Endurance. awesome. Yes. That's awesome. Um, and then lastly, what's, what's a song that's been speaking to you, Tori? What, what's, what's on your, on repeat on your playlist? Currently new wine mm, has yeah. been resurfacing in yeah. my life. So I haven't quite processed exactly all of the reasons that it is there, but um, it's an important one for me right now. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. The crushing, the breaking, the pressing, it's creating something new. It's awesome. Yeah. 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 And here I am right up. Make me your vessel to be used for you going into this new season of life where there's a little bit of unknown, right? Tell us a little for bit about sure. what after graduation, what, what your plans are. Yeah. I mean, I'm graduating with a worship leadership degree and I'm not looking for a church yet. Yeah. I'm going to wait a year and uh, spend some good time slowing down and just being Tory yeah. back home uh, where I've, I've never been home except when I was a very little kid and not been doing school or uh, all of that. So I'm trying to see what it's like to have a slower pace, mm. uh, to be just me and, um, and celebrate the time I get to have with my family. I'll also be getting my master's, so I will be doing some schoolwork. Uh, but after that, I'll have a master's in theological studies, and I'll start looking for churches. But until then, it'll just be me and and good old Cape Cod. So. Awesome, awesome. Well, that sounds like a great plan. I am jealous of that <laughs> East Coast sand that you'll be yeah, getting. But yeah. um, well, thanks, Tori, so much for spending some time with us today. Uh, obviously, we we love you, care about you, and you know have been. Just a, I think you've served since a freshman, right, here at Evangel. So yeah, almost four exactly. years, you know, um, for three or four years um, here you've invested. And, um, man, we, we, we're going to miss you. I mean, it's, at your recital, I was shedding tears of just uh, being <laughs> proud of being, you know, just, what, you know, all of that. But, um, yeah, we're, we're really going to miss you. But thanks for taking some time to tell us a little bit about yourself today. So, well, thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, we hope you tune in for the next episode. So thanks again, Tori. Yeah, thank you.